the podcast. It's about wrestling and fashion, but mostly fashion. I'm Sarah. I'm Christina. And I'm Katie. Oh, you know what? This is what episode eight, and every every time, like clockwork, <laughs> producer Mike has to remind <laughs> us to introduce to the, the show mm-hmm. and indeed ourselves. Uh, Mike, do you want to say hi? Hi, I'm producer Mike. Cool. Short and sweet. Mm -hmm. So in case this is your first time uh, joining us, producer Mike is a lifelong wrestling fan, and he more or less will tell us when we're wrong on key facts. Um, Yeah. And normally I have a sound thing. I guess not normally. I haven't brought it the last like five times. I keep forgetting. Yeah, it was like for three episodes. One time, it was we, had, one time we had a sound thing. If no. we ever, if whenever we buy like our third mic and get the sound quality up, oh, I'm wow. going to find, I'm going to get a little recorder with the WWE. That'd uh, be great. Bell. I'm sure you can find something online that immediately has that. Yeah. yeah. Sh- you know what? You're probably, probably right. Store, you can I'm sure there's like some like toy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but in any case, so Mike will sometimes turn to him and ask him questions. He's only allowed to speak for 10 seconds at a time because it's not his podcast. It's our podcast. So. Correct. Great. Um, now we're wow. in. Yeah. What you, a, you guys, what a two weeks. I, wow. It's been a real whirlwind. Yeah. Okay. So first, Sarah went to a wrestling show. This is correct. Guys. <gasps> on Friday. I went to a wrestling show with producer Mike and some of our friends and... It was, honest to God, very, very cool. I think we need to go. Oh, I want to go to the next one. Yeah. 100%. It was great. Um, So it was PWG is the name of the promotion. Is it Pro Wrestling Gorilla? Is that what it stands for? Oh, my God. Look at my memory. I got, so I drank a lot during the show. (laughs) I just saw the one photo of you just, like, sipping a drink and being like, I'm at a wrestling show. I drank a lot of gin. You know, it pairs perfectly with wrestling. It does, and chairs Um, and ladders. But it was at the Globe Theater in downtown LA, and it was really, really cool. I kind of didn't know what to expect um, from the live show, but I think the energy was really great and fun, like as fun as it can be to watch uh, on TV. It was a billion times better in person. Like everyone got really into it. The guys in front of us got like a little bit too into it, but then they cleared out. Uh, <laughs> but it was so good, and I was really impressed with the production value, like of the whole setup and of the guys' costumes. Um, I have some pictures to show you guys later. I meant to put them in the slideshow, and then I forgot. But the the main guy that I I might talk about sometime in more detail, this guy named Dalton Castle, has like a strong peacock theme. Ooh. And he enters the, the ring with two guys in, like, feathered headdresses as, yes. like, his attendants. Yes. And then he, like, <laughs> opens up these big wings yes. from, like, the back of his costume. Stop it, really? It was, yes. It's really, really cool. And then he has, like, peacock feathers, like, on his butt and stuff. And he was great. I love him. Yeah, he was really, really good. Like, he was... <laughs> Uh, his costume was really good. His wrestling was not great because he was injured. So oh. God bless him. Had to take care of himself. The best match I thought was the second one, which was like two luchadors. They were just slipping all over the place. Oh well, yeah. Flipping out of the ring, landing on chairs. Uh, very exciting. Great. That I kept saying awesome. wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I really liked it. We'll have to go to the next one. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Is that cool? Because yeah. I got a joke to lead into it. Which Ooh. is that. Which is uh, the peacock thing is what Katie should do for her bachelorette party, how you should enter As with, with those the, wings. With wings, oh yeah. <laughs> I can see Katie doing that because I'm engaged. Yay! Yay! You're the best. <laughs> so good. It was very exciting, very emotional, and then we just got to eat a lot of wine and cheese. So. Uh, that's perfect. That's that's yeah. love, man. That's love. Yeah. That's yeah. the best. That's great. And just like drive long distances and listen to like Joanna Newsom and Nico Case. It was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then mine mm-hmm. is I have a dream <laughs> about producer Mike. Um, guys, I have the recording, but I don't want to play it because it was as soon as I woke up. So I've been having crazy dreams lately and no one likes to hear about dreams. But this one about <laughs> producer Mike was that there was some kind of like government structure in which some people were going to get murdered by the state and some people weren't. It was like a purge dream? <laughs> kind 
kind of. Wow. And so Mike was going to get murdered. <laughs> and so I went over to his house. So I was like, no, Mike, we have to get you out. And you were like resigned to your fate and you kept fainting on couch. It was very not you. I want to I want to say. This like is, old school? Like, yeah. Like, a no, I couch. can't. And I'm like, what's happening? Like, it was just hyper dramatic. This oh is God. literally, I want to stress, not the way Mike acts in any capacity. He's a very self-contained adult man um, but he kept like falling over and stuff and then I was like well Mike what are we and both of us were crying and I was like Mike I'm gonna miss you so much like you gotta that's come much, and leave etc and then um and then I was like what? you were like I have something for you to give the girls and I was like what and then we went in this room and it was like you know at your parents house like you'd have the tv stand is like so self-contained the entertainment yeah, yeah it's yeah. like an uh-huh. entertainment it's like a hutch yep and so they had the hutch and then on top of the hutch like my mom always put like plants or something but some people don't put anything mm-hmm. well mike had hidden a stack of like gummy uh wrestling toys <laughs> what and he was like give them to the girls <laughs> so they remember me and i was like okay mike and then i left <laughs> but then it turns out that he didn't have to die and i can't remember why now um Wow. But but Mike ended up not having to die, which was good. good. And then I woke up and I texted the group, hey, I had a dream where Mike died. And I don't think any of us responded for a very long time. Because yeah, it was like, like 7 like, in the it's morning. like, I don't know what to say. Yeah. I was like on a date. And I was like, are you, are you kidding me? And you're like, yeah, and you wanted me to give away all your wrestling toys. And I was like, this was disrespectful. I don't have wrestling toys. <laughs> I can't help my subconscious. Yeah, this little dream pisses me. Did you ever yeah. at any point have wrestling toys? Oh, yeah. When I was a kid. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like, who did you, did you have, like, specific ones yeah, that you were, I, like, obsessed with? You're, t- you're going. We, no, I know. We are I adding have you a, to the world. I, I have a, in the year 2000, me and my sister <laughs> got in a huge fight because I had a little replica WWE belt and I wanted to go into the new millennium flexing and my sister said that was stupid and I was like it is not stupid we got like a screaming match and then my parents ended up letting me do it and my sister to this day like has not let it go I want to go into the new millennium flexing it's like a really it's with a the, good phrase with the belt oh I just love that so much that's great um, I will say speaking of wrestling toys we have a very special surprise for Sarah because oh, it was her birthday. Do. Oh my god! And so you get my well-wrapped present. <gasps> thank from you. The team. Should I open it now? Please, you have to open. Oh it Oh my now. god, guys! Did you like thank my lead in? And I was so, and it was so, and I'm, I was really late to this recording today, guys. So I feel like I haven't earned this. Oh, you've earned it. She's but... earned it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yay! So describe. What did thank we get you, you? guys? It's, it's a Funko Pop of Finn Balor, Yay. and I'm like. <laughs> I don't know, really attracted to a Funko Pop for the first time. <laughs> Guys, this is so good. I have uh, one of a, a, a Porg from Star Wars on my desk at work, so perhaps he'll join him. Perfect. Or perhaps not, because my coworkers already probably think I'm a little strange. No, bring that no, into it. They're going to love it. This is so great, guys. I am <laughs> so tired. <laughs> I don't know why I'm surprised that they make WWE ones, but... I was very happy. I'm... Mm-hmm. S- it's so good. The the text chain was just me being like, what about this thing? Oh for like God, three guys, hours. Thank it you. It was great. I, it was great, yeah. And can I say, if you haven't listened to our last episode, please go listen to it before finishing this one, because I think it's a real high watermark for us. Yep. Yeah, it was very fun. As citizen journalists. Yep, listening yes. to that on the airplane, and like Alex was sitting beside me, and he was listening to it as mm. well, was really funny, because he just like, you'd hear him like, as we were like shrieking, or like making certain noises, he was like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Yep. Yeah, wow. Guys. Guys, this everyone's killing it. Yeah. Anyway, so that's our that's our news for us. Yeah. So Into wrestling news. Wow. Oh my god. Oh. So Baron Corbin got a haircut. Amazing. Wait. Oh, okay. So now I see. This is honestly. I thought these were two different men, but it's the same man oh with my. a drastically yeah. different haircut. Oh, and thank size. God. I have to say, it's a big it's a big improvement. So before he, looks he good. had, I think he does kind of look good. Like he had this long, stringy ass. Noodle hair. <laughs> Definite noodle hair. I mean, like, basically a modern rat tail, and that it doesn't look like a rat tail, but it has the same symbolic weight. 
Yeah, yes. it has like day two of angel hair pasta look. Too. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Oh man, um, great. He just shaved his head bald, and I, God bless. He looks so much better. He's also like in a like a nice vest and yep. dress shirt in the other picture, so it's. Yeah, he looks like he manages like a structure now. Mm-hmm. Remember that store? Yes, I literally structure. thought the same yeah. thing. I was like, Express Men. Like, yeah, yep. Express yeah. Men is good. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a definite Express Men vest. Yeah. And he calls himself the Constable now. Ooh. Okay. Of, of what? Monday Night Raw. Oh. <laughs> He's the Constable. Mm. Okay. okay. I don't know if I have enough of a handle on what that position is. Isn't a constable like a. Uh, old timey cop. Yeah. yeah. Like, is that a modern? Do we have modern constables? So did he change like the way he talks now too? Nope. <laughs> just wears a suit, calls himself a constable. He just enforces rules. Yeah, for for Stephanie McMahon. Oh, got it. Okay, her constable. All right, it's coming together. Sure. <laughs> Ooh, this one's good. Okay, uh, so Extreme Rules is tonight, and on it it says, uh, Sarah, would you like to? discuss the concept of extreme rules yeah. okay so this is the thing is like so tonight as of when we are recording is extreme rules and i don't know what it is it's been advertised for the last <laughs> several weeks on wrestling events and i don't understand the concept of extreme rules like is the what what is an extreme rule it feels like that should mean more rules right but yeah. i don't think that's the case extreme rules implies that there would be more rules yes like you wouldn't be able to like Use your arms. Yeah, it's like extremely <laughs> rules. Yeah, it sounds like, like a comedy sport game. Yeah. Yes. Like, it definitely sounds like they would use that for one of their shows. And yeah. it'd be like, you couldn't use your legs. Yeah, It's like exactly. re- wrestling layons. But I think, mm-hmm. I mean, is a ladder an extreme rule? <laughs> you could use one, sure. Okay, I just, this oh. is like a nebulous Mike, can you help? Thing. Yeah, so extreme rules means you can use weapons. And you can <laughs> What? Yeah. You can use weapons? Yeah. Why are, are you watching this in a bit? Yeah. After we're done here, I'm going to watch it. Can I watch it at home somehow? Absolutely. What kind of, what kind of weapons? Uh, I mean, like chairs and... That's not uh, a weapon. That's an item. But wait. like kendo sticks. Oh my God. Yeah. Clue rules? Clue rules. <laughs> it's clue rules. He said kendo sticks, didn't you? Yeah. Not oh, candlesticks. No, no, no. Ken, kendo, like, for martial arts. That's why when you said clue rules, I was like, No, I thought you meant candlesticks. I kind of like that, though. I do, yeah, too. Yeah, we're not going to use, like, knives and I know, but stuff, when you but say like, weapons, that... I mean, that's what me, weapons are. You yeah. know, I immediately thought chainsaw. No. I did, too. <laughs> but, like, without the... You know when they do, like, in movies yeah. without the... Yeah, it's so like... So it makes like, the sound, it's scary. Or, yeah. like, when you go to a spooky corn maze and it's yes. full of guys oh. with those. Or you see the comedy troupe just bring one on stage. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Wow. Okay, well, <laughs> honestly... Now I'm more interested to watch. Mm-hmm. I know everyone seems to think it's going to be bad for some reason, but I don't know. Oh, what is there is a good, lot of hype bad? that it's going to suck? What is good? What is bad? What other, what other weapons? Uh, I mean, they're not going to use this, but in the past, like, Mick Foley <laughs> had, like, a two-by-four wrapped in, like, barbed wire. Oh, like Lucille. Sometimes he would set it on fire. Whoa! Yeah. Ooh, damn. Well, that is extreme. Sometimes thumbtacks could be involved. Oh. Yeah, the, like dump thumbtacks on the ring and then like <gasps> powerbomb each other on They them. used to do that? Yeah. <laughs> they used to do this? Stop signs. I've seen stop friends. Stop signs? Oh where, where is the stop so sign it's not coming from? Weapons under so the, much as objects. Yeah. Okay. For, Repurposed for objects. Foreign objects. Oh wow. Wow, it's almost like it's not wrestling anymore at that point. You know what would be cool That's if Nia Jax went in and fought Alexa Bliss with just like a piece of paper to give her paper cuts? <gasps> Ooh, That'd be really yeah. fun. That sounds like it. That's good. It'd really hurt. Wow. Ooh, that would really hurt. Um, <laughs> That's hilarious. I might have to watch that. Okay. Wow. Oh, also, so The Rock's kid is training to be in the WWE. Wow. He revealed it on TV this week that his daughter Simone is training for a career and his mother, Atta, Atta, said she's very excited about her granddaughter becoming a wrestler. And then she talked about Nia Jax. And um, yeah, that's cool. And that kind of leads into. Wow. Yeah. So 
They're training the Rock's daughter. How old is the Rock's daughter? Like 16? He has like a few He has kids, a few. Yeah, right? I know Different. he does, yeah. but I don't yeah. know how old the... Because the, she was like Miss Golden Globes one year, wasn't she? Yes. Yeah. She oh, really? was a couple of years ago. I remember that. Um... Because I know he's a brand new baby. Yeah. Who is not I training. I would assume she's <laughs> probably at training. least 18. She has to be, right? Yeah, because I feel like if you were... She hadn't even, like, journeyed into NXT or anything. Mm. She's a, is, Will she just do NXT and then move on up, probably? Yeah. So she probably... Have, you probably have to be, like, 18 for... Mm. Cool. I would hope probably so. Danger. Yeah, you got to be gentle on, like, your, yeah. your growth plates. Yeah. Well, they're still... <laughs> Well, they're still in there, you know? Growth plates. Yeah. yeah. Your, your shins and whatnot. You oh can you believe, like, can you imagine, though, being an 18-year-old, like, going into NXT and everyone being like, oh, God, I should have started when I was, like, your age. Or, like, you know, yeah. just moving on up quickly. Yeah. My knees are gone. Yep, exactly. <laughs> My knees. They dead. They die. Wow. All right. Well, well yeah. So this her. this leads into uh, my wrestler this week, who is Nia Jack. Yay! Oh, Yay! This is so fun. Oh my god, look how fierce she is. Um, I just want to say that this one is gonna move, I think, a little quicker than my normal book report <laughs> because Katie has been giving me the most shit <laughs> all the time. <laughs> it's mean and mean spirited. <laughs> and she's being kind and a wonderful friend. No, she came into my house and she was like, <laughs> I checked it to make sure it wasn't like a book. And I was like, it's fucking rude. How dare you come in my pool? <laughs> she still let me in her pool though. Yeah, oh, I did wow. let her in the pool. That's real friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so Nia Jax, I'm going to butcher her name, but I'm going to try. I tried Googling it. I tried, I'm going to do my best. Savalina, which makes sense to me. And then mm-hmm. Fanine. Great. I s- must be Fanine because it's not going to be like... Fanane or something. I mean, yeah. that's right. It could be, but I, it seems less likely. I really... I took a, I took some time. So she was born on May 29th, 1984, which makes her a Gemini, mm. um, which is perfect because Geminis are most often... are the star sign that have the most serial killers. Woo! Um, wow. So just a fun fact. You should just know. My husband's a Gemini, but as far as I know, not a serial killer. I mean, that's also possible. Yeah. That also makes sense. It's funny. Okay, um, in Sydney, so she was born in Sydney, Australia, and then she moved to Hawaii, and prior to wrestling, she was a plus-size model. Um, she's also related to The Rock. That was the tie-in. I want to make that clear. I think everyone knows that who listens to this, but anyway. So she was signed by NXT in early 2014 and made her debut under the ring name Zeta Ooh. in 2015, but her name was changed to Nia Jax um, later that year. And so according to WWE News, her vibe is as an inexorable villainess who rampages through anything that comes in her path. But what I recall about when we've talked about Nia Jax in the past is that producer Mike has said that she's not a heel, she's a face. So I'm curious as to, so she's supposed to be like a bad guy, which I didn't know. I mean, depending on the story. Mm -hmm. So sometimes she's good and sometimes she's bad. I think right now she's bad. Yeah, she went bad again. Mm-hmm. That's where she is. But anyway, so the first couple photos I have are of her like earlier vibe because I feel like she's. We'll talk about it. But right now it's like corset esque, and she's got like powerful shoulders and a cinched waist, and there's a lot of volume on the shoulders, um, and it's black with then other colors. So it's black in kind of like the same spots that it every outfit, and then the rest of it is it's like. I don't know how to, else to describe it. There's like patches of color in the same exact places. So it's very mm-hmm. uniform, but it looks different. And it kind of reminds me of like, um, you know how like Galaxy Quest is like an, like yes. kind of an offshoot, yeah. like an offshoot, like if she was in a space movie, I'd be like, yeah, sure. This, yeah. is, this is the space cruise. Like Starship Trooper style. Kind yeah, of exactly. Word. It definitely has a space vibe to it because then I think the shoulders mm-hmm. also make it that feel too as well. Mm -hmm. Which I do love the volume on the shoulders, especially because she is a bigger lady, um, but it always, she always looks like she's dressed well and athletically and can move in it. Because also if you look at these, like it's basically three quarter length sleeves and pants, Mm -hmm. which is a lot more than most female wrestlers wear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's quite covered up. But it doesn't, but not in a way where it seems like they're trying to hide her. No, not at all. Necessarily, which I I applaud because I I know that she's a very different body type than a lot of the like 
women in there right now. For and sure. She's also like a woman who's just like extremely noticeable. Like mm-hmm. she just shows up because she's like beautiful and striking. Mm-hmm. She looks like Jennifer Lopez to me and not like in the face. And now I cannot get over that. Yeah. Like I, I just think she looks like J-Lo. Yeah, this, you got well, a that really one, good yeah. close-up mm-hmm. of her face, and it's, yeah. And I think it depends on the costume, which ones I like. Because mm-hmm. some of them are, like, like this purple one with the shoulders. I actually like that one mm-hmm. better than this, like, lacy one. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like that's not really her, and it looks like what the corset things that Kim Kardashian tries to sell everyone on. <laughs> yeah, waist trainers. trainers. Yes, yeah. I hate that stuff. Yeah. And I just think that that's such, like, that's not a good look. My favorite is the gray, and yeah, this is the cool. one I'm gonna post on um, the Instagram story. Which, by the way, follows on Instagram. You can see all the looks we're talking about. Well, most of them, not all of them. Um, but the gray one is my favorite. Although I will say that, like, the neck thing is my is my favorite part of it. But it looks to me like that's a coat that she's gonna take off. Yes, but also the, yes, that, that's definitely part of it. But the the like neck part of it looks like how when you move. The movers bring you that yes. like padded <laughs> oh my God, wool blanket. blanket. It does, yeah. It's a movie blanket. <laughs> it that looks is like, like a, a U-Haul blanket. blanket that yeah. They add on. Exactly. It's an add-on at U-Haul. Yeah. So it's like the um, unconventional materials challenge on Project Runway. Yes. And it is. They're like yes. this moving van. And yes. They have to work with bubble wrap. They like show blanket. up and they just like have a moving van and they can wear use whatever. Wow. That's exactly right. Um, so back to Naya. She was drafted from NXT to Raw in 2016 and has been steadily gaining recognition for just being a badass. Um, and so I have a couple gifts of her entering with a glittering, uh, like I said, it's always like that black, and then it's mm-hmm. down the center is this glittering uh, red fabric that's really cool. And then here she is with um, one of the New Day. Who's that? Oh, yeah. Which one is that? I don't know who. I don't know names. Xavier. Xavier? Great. They're just flaunting, walking in. Um, and this one, you can actually see how on her legs, they also do a kind of a little... A little design, yeah. A little design, which I'm not super fond of. Mm-hmm. It's I like a big fishnet vibe. To yeah. That, it is, which yeah. I don't like. Yeah, because I feel like sometimes with the when they, they give her more of the corseted silhouette, I get a real like old Western saloon vibe. Yep. Yeah. And I... I the pattern on the legs kind of reinforces that vibe to me. That doesn't feel like the right mm-hmm. style. I agree. No. Um, but also, quick bummer alert is what I wrote, which is starting from the December 4th episode of Raw, Jax was placed in an on-screen relationship with Enzo Amore, oh, who no. we know Ooh. was dropped when he was released in January 2018 because duh, <laughs> is what I wrote. Um, so I hate that they did that. Like, what's the point of doing an on-screen relationship? Is that, And does everyone know it's on-screen, or were they actually in a relationship? Is it tied to John Cena and the Bella? No? Okay. No, because that's real love. No, I know that's real love. But I just mean, like, was it presented in, is it presented in the same way? Because I know that they were also trying to do Alexa Bliss and um, Rob yeah. Strowman. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, are they just kind of canoodling in their skits, Mike? It, it, yeah, it never got to them, like, physically being in a relationship, so they would just kind of flirt a little bit mm. in segments, and then it was probably going to build to something, but we don't know. Thank God. Yes, thank wow. God. That's sucks. I do, I, I really like the pleather look on her, though. Me too. Yeah. I think it's such a good look. Like, yeah. And she can pull it off, because not all women can pull off that look, and yeah. she definitely can she also just her entrances. She serves so much face. Yeah, it's like she. Inspiring. It looks like she has a Beyonce fan on her at all times. So yes. Uh, so she's also feuded with Alicia Fox and Sasha Banks, mm-hmm. in which she injured Sasha in the storyline. Um, or like she fake injured her, right? Yeah. So, but also people. <laughs> As people know, Sasha is so good at stunts that it looks like she was actually hurt and they oh, yeah. freak out. Um, but anyway, so her she's best known for her storyline with Alexa Bliss, which we've talked about before, where Alexa body shamed her and made fun of her personality. Okay. Um, which is a bummer. We've, we've definitely talked about that on prior episodes that we don't like it. But I just want to kind of share what her take on the whole body image thing is uh, because it's great. So she was on Total Divas and she addressed her body image stuff with... She said, obviously being the biggest girl on the roster right now is something I've dealt with. When I go out there, people chant, eat a burger and go do some cardio. And so I found the confidence in myself. When you're different, people want to see that. Hmm. And so in life, Naya is super body positive and confident. 
So after WrestleMania, many fans told her how inspired they were by her body positivity. And so she posted this photo that I'm gonna post on the left that is her without makeup in a one piece she's swimsuit. So oh my God. And she's so fucking hot. Oh my God. She looks <laughs> incredible. She really does. And this is kind of where her news, like this was a major news item because her, you can read more on her Instagram. Like there's a longer caption, but I'm gonna read kind of a long one just cause I think it's great. Which I love sending a message of self-confidence and getting to share that with people. Self-confidence also goes along with being healthy. I work out all the time. I eat healthy and try, emphasis on try, to get as much sleep as I can. There are obviously times when I love to pick out, pick out and enjoy myself, but I always make sure to never lose my focus on being healthy because no matter what, your health is the number one most important thing in life. We aren't meant to look the same, but we are all meant to be healthy. We are all beautiful, beautiful in different ways. Staying healthy adds to beauty. Even more importantly, it will increase your self-confidence. That's my experience, at least. Winky face. Um, so I just like that it, this stresses that she is a healthy person. Yeah. She's just made bigger. Yeah. And I think that that's something that we're coming to learn more and more, which I'm very fond of. And yes. I, I'm, I think it's great, especially because it seems like some wrestling fans might be a little short-sighted when it comes to female uh stuff i guess <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah and then i have a photo on the right that's just like her wearing a lace dress over so lingerie good. and she looks so good and i'm like yes you can absolutely wear that like as i was doing research on her i was like very inspired by yeah her entire outlook on that because yeah. she is like a healthy beautiful woman um who's clearly strong i mean she can throw people yeah yeah Anyway, so I think that's an important part of her as a wrestler. Absolutely. But do you guys have any thoughts on that before we... I think I... I just on. think it's super inspiring and, like, I can't wait to get to that part of Total Divas to watch it. Yeah! Oh, my God. I'll film it for y'all. Don't worry. Thank you. <laughs> Please do. Um, yeah, so now we're kind of in this era, which I call the Beyonce yes. Lizzo era, which is way better costuming. Mm -hmm. um, and so she has, like... This look is my favorite. I think this is her WrestleMania look. I can't remember. But she's basically been wearing a lot of, like, metallics, like, gold and silver with black now. And they're doing, like, a regular tight pant yeah. with boots. It's and like then, a leotard. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And then she's wearing a leotard that has, like, really cool cutouts. And, like, her shoulders has a little bit of, like, metallic bling. So it's like the mm -hmm. epi... What are they called? Epaulets. Epaulets. Yeah. Thank you. And... I just think that this is the look that so works for her and brings her out of that like mall punk gothy look that she had before mm -hmm. and into like look at me being a badass strong woman. Oh yeah, and like this cape thing she's got going <laughs> on too in mm. the back. Ooh, yes. Love it. I love it. It's so good. So I do want to say that um, I read a bunch of articles about her and in one of them she was asked, <coughs> excuse me, damn, sorry. Uh, when Naya was asked which character from the popular HBO series Game of Thrones would be a good fit for WWE, she said the mountain because he came over and he was sitting next to Braun Strowman and made him look little. Wow. But then this has relevance because she revealed Cersei Lannister is her favorite character from the show and her costumes are the inspiration behind her entrance and ring attire. Oh, wow. Ooh. Which in this photo, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can see it. That's so interesting. It explains the, like, armored aspect of it a lot, because, like, last season on Game of Thrones was definitely the vibe they are going for with Cersei. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's super, and I wanted to put that here specifically, even though it's kind of just, like, fun fact, because as we go through the rest of them, it's so apparent, because she does look so much like her. So she said, I know this is bad and not popular, but I'm a big fan of Cersei. <laughs> in my gear, I've mirrored her recent outfit. She wears a black robe that comes up high in her neck with a shoulder pad, so I've tried to incorporate that look. I'll literally send in pictures of Cersei to my gear lady and ask her to make things that look like her outfits. That's why I'm in full body black. I love Cersei, her dynamic, and how far she's come. Wow. I fucking love it. I think That's it's the best. so interesting. Yeah. Um, just some other fun stuff. Oh, so What? Uh, Is this from Extreme? This? I don't know. So she's holding a baseball bat with barbed wire. I think it's from Halloween because that's a character in Walking Dead, Negan, and he has a bat named Lucille, which is why I referenced that earlier. What? Mm. He got it from McFoley. Got it from McFoley? It wasn't and it wasn't stunning from Walking Dead, the comic? No, but they got it from McFoley. Alright. <laughs> Whatever. Inspired. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just making Mike mad because I'm coughing and I'm ruining all the things. Um, so in August 2017, a rapper, Magneto Deo, released a song dedicated to her titled Nia Jax. Oh. Um, wow. She's a cousin of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And on April 2nd, 2014, she and her aunt, who is uh, The Rock's mom, were hospitalized after being hit head-on by a drunk driver who was charged with driving under the influence in Florida. Oh, so terrifying. It's super sad, but I do think that it shows that they're close-knit. I don't know. Well, that's also crazy because that was probably when she was starting to train up in NXT. That is actually. Like, yeah. And because she's in the early episodes um, in season four of Total Divas. Mm. Oh. And that was probably when she was, like, doing all that. And I wonder if she would have been, you know, yeah, more popular. But that happened, so it pushed her back a little bit. Good point, yeah. But also, all of her gear, uh, or like her merch says, I'm not like most girls. Hmm. Like, that's her... I love that. Thing. You love it? Why? I like I like the I'm not like most girls is in just her. That's, to me, a little bit like her just being like, I'm, I know what I am. I know who I am. You know, mm. I'm like proud of it. So I think she probably said that in some circumstance and then like... WWE was like, all right, let's take it from there. Okay. It's her theme song. I'm not like most girls. Yeah. See, the thing about the most girl, it's like when there's a thing where whenever a dude is like, she doesn't know she's beautiful. Yeah. Or, yeah. That you're not like yeah. other girls, etc. And so I don't like that. It. I think it does pin her against other women. I mean, obviously they're fighting, but like, um, I don't, I don't like that it pins them against one another, as in raising the superiority level based on like I'm better than you but also that's a good point that Katie yeah, just made I feel like she was it was just taken out of a different circumstance and she was mm -hmm. like cool this is this is what I'm gonna have to go with and okay. also they probably were trying to figure out what her character was that's fair and didn't know how to work around that you know and they were like yeah let's just go with the obvious and play it up for yeah. sure and okay. like maybe it'll evolve to something else but yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of hers. I, I am. She's yeah. so great. Yeah, she is. Um, I do have a couple more outfits of her. So oh, this please. one on the yes. on the right is also in her Cersei Lannister Lizzo Beyonce phase, mm -hmm. where she has like a little fluff, yeah. <laughs> a back little yeah, it's like, like the like you're uh, at like medieval times and you have like the pennants, but it's on the bottom mm -hmm. of her her coat. But it looks really good. Ooh, okay. You got to read this. This is oh. so. These are the lyrics. Okay, so we have the lyrics to Nia. Mike just did a search on his phone. Um, I'm not like most girls who only take just what they're given. Like a plastic little princess, lucky for me, I'm not like those girls who take it all for granted. All they got is what they've hand they're handed, lucky for me. Interesting. Okay. Can't say I necessarily love that, but I'm yeah. going to put that down to people who are not her deciding that was the song. I feel the same way. Also, it's very interesting that she look she's a very good wrestler i'm a huge fan of hers but also if you think that the rock being her cousin isn't the reason why she was able to succeed then that's just interesting where it's like they just take what they're handed and it's like yeah but nepotism helped you a little bit yeah but that's like a thing that's very big in wrestling in general is family lines family for lines. sure so mm -hmm. i think that it, it probably is not as big of a deal in wrestling as it yeah. would be in other things. Like if I don't it was like a, a CEO deal. style, I think yeah. it would be like, oh, of course. But I think in wrestling, it's like a normal thing. I don't think it's bad that that's why it happened. Yeah. And I don't like frown on her at all because whatever. But I do think it's interesting that it specifically says that when yeah. it's like, but you're a family name. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. That okay. Interesting. I want to think of that. But... I, uh, I wonder what her, like, family life was, though, you know? Like, oh, That's for what sure. I always wonder about that. Like, yeah. how her actual family was instead of just, like, The Rock. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Anyway. So, major Cersei vibes. Wow. Going back to fashion. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's, like, a Cersei look. I know. so good. Just the, like, faces. Jesus. She kind of looks like her. I know. Like, as mm -hmm. I'm looking at this. Yeah. Lena Headley. She kind of looks like her. But, yeah. Like, the pleather. The center. It's still always... Um, and I think it's super flattering. Just, like, the center panel is always a different mm -hmm. color. But this, it's more ornate. And, um, yeah. I like it. 
She has a really good person who does balayage on her hair, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, her, her hair, hair is always great. So good. And then I have a photo of her oh, nice. on, on the throne, the Iron Throne, of course, um, and other views of this. So then <laughs> I have another, sorry, there's a gif of her where she's, like, crying in pain, which she's not, so it's funny. But uh, this outfit is actually insane. It's still very Cersei Lannister because there's silver, but then mm -hmm. there's like this inlay on her chest of like a purple, a muted purple lace. Yep. Yeah, it's like a real Victorian vibe on that lace that's kind of interesting yeah. with the rest of it. It, it is. It kind of looks like, too, you know, when brides like want to have a church wedding, but they also want to reveal some boob. Yeah. It's yeah. like that coverlet that you church put boob. so you can have like a decent church boob because you're covering boob. up for that grandma, you know? Uh -huh. Oh my God, church boob. But the lace, you know, that covers it. You're fine once that happens. Uh,. I love that gift of her and Asuka, too. I know. Yeah, yeah. She's just a swinging Asuka around and just fucking wrecks her at the end of it. She it's does. very good. She's so strong. She's so strong. It's so, so impressive. Um, but yeah, so that's Nia Jax. She's wow. great. I'm interested in uh, if anyone has any opinions on the I'm not like other girls thing. Yeah. Please, mm -hmm. please weigh in because I'm glad that we had like differing opinions absolutely yeah. Yeah, it's fun that's what you do you talk it out yeah baby all right all right that's Nia Jax Hooray. so now very we have nice. someone very different <gasps> welcome to the podcast slash stage the American dream oh my god dusty roads oh Katie this is perfect yeah right so Virgil Riley Runnels Jr was born October 11th, 1945. So that would make him a... Libra. Libra. Makes sense. Oh, yeah? Okay. So he did not have the typical wrestler's physique, but he was really well known for his personality, charisma, and interviews. This picture is absurd. Isn't it? Okay, so the picture is him, and he's in his normal polka dot costume, and then it's an American flag, like, wall and then fireworks that says the American dream. It's a beautiful photo. Yeah, it's very good. So after graduating high school, Rhodes played baseball and football for West Texas State, now uh, West Texas A&M University. Turning professional, Rhodes tried out for the American Football League's Boston Patriots, but he was cut. He then played for the Hartford Char uh, Charter Oaks in Continental Football League until his team folded. And in 16, 1967, he saw an advertisement in the newspaper for a professional wrestling promotion for Big Time Wrestling based in Boston. He drove to Boston, and despite not having the look and being strong and all that, he basically talked himself into like being a wrestler. And um, he used real-life friendship with Bobby Dun Duncombe. <laughs> yep, Bobby Duncombe. and the Funk Brothers build as Dusty Runnels. Good old Wikipedia, you yeah. know what I mean? Bobby Duncombe. Yeah, <laughs> Bobby Duncombe. Bobby Duncombe. If that's his real name, I want to look it up. Again. I should stress it is spelled C U M, so it, yes. it's Duncombe. Yep. yep. Yeah. It's hard to not say it. <laughs> Having little money, he actually slept in his car and spent Thanksgiving with Rufus R. Jones in a Boston soup kitchen. Oh wow. I have to say, these pictures of him when he's young, he's, like, kind of cute. Yeah. Yeah. Da-da-da-da, get ready. Whoa. Um, it was in Texas. Like gorgeous George. Yeah, that's okay, literally, sorry. no, when I was, like, going through stuff, I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Am I taking photos of gorgeous George, or am I taking yeah. photos of Dusty Rhodes? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, you're fine. Um, but in Texas is where he first adopted the ring name Dusty Rhodes, and upon meeting, Gary Hart suggested that he change his name to Lonesome Rhodes, hmm. a character from Andy Griffith portrayed in the film A Face in the Crowd, and he said he didn't want to feel or be lonesome, so he hmm. said, I'll stick with Dusty. <laughs> ah. Um, this led him to break out as a solo wrestler <laughs> in Florida, referring to himself as the American Dream, a working class hero. Ooh. Oh, I like that. Yep. So. Oh, my God. Uh, this amazing photo that we have is from this insane promo that he did. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. Um, and it was him basically talking about his uh, rivalry with Ric Flair. Mm. <laughs> And look at that outfit. Like, he just, like, 
played up his whole entire thing with Mid-Atlantic Wrestling was like he had this huge rivalry with Ric Flair, but he also feuded with Abdullah the Butcher, Pac Song, Terry Funk, Kerry Sullivan, Blackjack Mulligan. I'm like, I want to look all these people up. Yeah. Nikita Koloff. We have so many wrestlers to get through in our life. Yeah. <laughs> Harley Race, Superstar Billy Graham, Crippler Ray Stevens, and most notably, the Four Horsemen, Ric Flair and Tully Blanchard. Um, and they, yeah, and they all like, had this like weird feud going on so he did this promo for wrestling Ric Flair and it's truly like the craziest thing but I'm just like a summary of it is I don't have to say a lot more about the way I feel about Ric Flair no respect no honor there's no honor amongst thieves in the first place he put hard times on Dusty Rhodes and his family. You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. <laughs> hard times are when the textile workers around this country are out of work. They got four or five kids and can't pay their wages. Oh my God. Can't buy their food. Hard times are when the auto workers are out of work and they tell them to go home. And hard times are when the man has worked at a job for 30 years, 30 years, and they give him a watch kick him in the butt and say, hey, a computer took your place, daddy. That's hard times. That's hard times. And Ric Flair, you put hard times on this country by taking Dusty Rhodes out. That's hard times. I feel like you could walk into any room and audition with this monologue. Right? I like really thought about that. So my thing about it is I was like, this is insane. And <laughs> uh, all I want to say about it is it feels like our president at the moment has used this as like ideas for him being elected because the hard workers of America yeah and I wanted to see if any of it was plagiarized and like taken I feel like I've heard and hard times are when a man has worked at a job for 30 years 30 years and they get give him a watch kick him in the butt and say hey a computer took your place daddy but not daddy because that's <laughs> insane but the rest of it is like I feel like there is a thing of like giving someone a watch when you get fired yeah I don't know so that's kind of what he did and he won over so many people because of that mm -hmm. and they were like oh my gosh this is our kind of guy mm -hmm. like we understand him we know what's happening and in the late 1980s Rhodes became synonymous with what would now become known as the dusty finish and it's a trick ending when a wrestler would win a match while the referee was knocked out and the decision <laughs> would be overturned so wow. the perfect thing about him is he is just this like hype man to the nth degree and also he just like tries to play tricks on people mm. and like win by just being dramatic and like great at acting and in my mind, he's kind of like Vito from Jackass. Ah! And I, like, thought of it. it he kind of Don reminds Vito? me of Don Vito from it's Jackass. So yeah. funny. I mean, and I was, like, like just, that. like, thinking about that, I was like, oh, my gosh. Because, like, watching these videos of him, I was like, oh, my gosh, he does. So these are outfits that he wore. And he mixed it up for a while. And he was always, like, a basic diaper man, but he'd add to it, you know? Mm. So in the first one, we've got a leather vest with like red stars on a white oh vest God. and then we have chaps yes because you know As you everyone do. needs chaps in a wrestling ring you know yeah. and then this is where it's totally it looks like gorgeous george yeah even the curly hair i know it's crazy um, and he just like as we said he was not he didn't have a wrestler's physique really but he made it work mm. um, so in the mid in mid 1989 Rhodes came to the WWF as the yellow polka-dotted common man, Dusty Rhodes. Wow. I wonder why And this is why I was like, I have to do this, man. Yeah, I mean, this looks like... Like, look how fabulous this is. This is great. We've got cowboy boots. We've got black and yellow polka dots. I can't get over it. I yeah, love it good. so much. It's a great look. Um, Rhodes was introduced to WWF audiences through a series of vignettes where he would gregariously and enthu enthusiastically perform working class roles. And that's what I made Felsky watch, mm -hmm. one of them, and they're insane. It's like really him being a plumber and he'd be like plunging a toilet. And there was shit in the There toilet. was shit oh in, God. yeah, it's like truly insane. And it's like a four minute video it's so cow. bizarre and he'd pretend to be the working class person and then halfway through they'd be like hey aren't you and then they'd be like 
you're Dusty Rhodes. Wow. You're the common man. Come on. Like, God, he just, like, defined the Republican platform. I truly. Yeah. Like, holy shit. I know. It's creepy. I love his style, but him as a person is, like, what made Trump win. Yeah. (laughs) Fascinating. It's terrifying. So... This woman on the right is Juanita Wright. I'm loving this look she has going Isn't on. Isn't she great? Yes. Um, so on November 25th, 1989, Wright debuted a WWF Saturday Night main event as a, ch- as a fan cheering on Dusty Rhodes in his match against Big Boss Man. Her name is Sapphire, and she began to manage Dusty Rhodes, both adorned in black outfits with polka dots. She, along with Rhodes, later on entered into a feud with Macho Man Randy Savage, then referred to as Macho King. (laughs) And Sensational Sherry, then Queen Sherry as Sapphire, teamed with Rhodes to take on Savage and Sherry in a tag team match at WrestleMania. Was that like the first male-female tag team match in that point? Like, that's what it kind of seemed like. Um, But then um, Sapphire have her left Rhodes during SummerSlam, um, and then he dropped the polka dots and feuded. Mm. And that actually resulted with the national debut of his son, Dustin, Mm. at the 1991 Royal Rumble. Um, and he, he both, they both departed the WWF shortly after, marking the end of Rhodes' career as a full-time in-ring com- competitor. Nice. So, wow. this is where I wanted to show a little bit more polka dots. And also, the truth was, I literally couldn't tell if that was real or not. <laughs> oh my <laughs> like, god, that isn't. Wow. Right? Wow. Oh Video gosh. games. Isn't that insane? That's actually crazy. I know. Because I kept on like, I was like, wait, I like put it on there and I was like, oh, that's not real. <laughs> I love his dance moves. Right? Yeah. We have gifts of him dancing. Those yep. are some good moves. He sometimes would have a whip as his entrance. Ooh. But I couldn't find like many pictures of him with the whip. Yeah. And, How? He, and you also can't find many videos of him just like doing all his stuff or like some photos. It yeah. Was, How tall is he? I'm wondering. I don't know. You don't know? He's pretty tall. He looks pretty, pretty tall. tall but, yeah, because yeah. he looks big, so at least there's that. Like in terms of him being a traditional wrestler. So then it's quiz time. Oh, Ooh, I love a quiz. Guess who Dusty I'm, Rhodes' son is? <gasps> I'm immediately stressed oh, out. Oh my God. Um, well, we know. His ring name was Dustin Rose, which is great. Who could it be? Who could it be? Rhodes. <laughs> Just, I love this. Um, who who Think is Royal from the Rumble? 90s? Yes. Oh, Gold Dust. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yay! Oh my God! I'm I, so proud of you. I'm proud of me. Oh I my have gosh. done absolutely I'm nothing so all day, and I probably should never do anything else again because I can't top this moment in my life. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so it's Gold Dust, and it's also... Cody Rhodes, who's a very good wrestler in oh. Japan right now. Okay. He goes by the American Nightmare. Ooh. Ooh. I, I mean, it. fitting. Yeah. Yeah, but Gold Dust. Yeah, Gold Dust is his son. That wow. was a good clue because I remember you. I think we were like, "What is what is Gold Dust?" And you, I think, producer Mike, you like tipped us off that he was his kid. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. somewhere from the depths of my mind. Yeah, that resurfaced. Quiz is over. So then, <laughs> Rhodes was originally on the side of WCW when its battle with the New World Order began in 1996, but then turned heel during the match to reveal an NWO shirt. Whoa! Um, I tell me about NWO because I have this beautiful photo of uh, Kendall Jenner. <laughs> in ten seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It literally says that. Oh yeah. God. Okay, so like the New World. World Order is like a stable of guys who came up from the WWF. They were called the Outsiders at first, and they got Hulk Hogan to join them, and they sort of took over WCW for like uh, like a decade until the company went underground, but basically they were the hottest thing in pro Okay. That was me crushing a mini Coke can. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. As my buzz. <laughs> okay. ASMR. Like, yeah. Recently, I've seen people like wearing an NWO shirt, and I'm like, you don't know anything, especially you, Kendall Jenner. You suck. Um, so I just had to bring that into it. You're welcome. Um, so later on, he went to kind of do the independent circuit. Um, and in 
September of 2005, Rhodes signed with WWE Legends deal and was brought on as a creative team as a creative cons- uh, consultant. Nice. Yeah. And then, um, after that, he was kind of part and would write for NXT. So, he wasn't only a writer for them, he was kind of like everyone's mentor. And in it, I put, um, there's an article where all of them talked about it. So, in June 11th, 2015, he passed away from kidney failure. Um, And he meant the world to so many people. Mm -hmm. So, there's this beautiful article of all these wrestlers talking about what he meant to them. And actually, Finn talks about how he gave him the confidence to use the mic in the ring because he was like very uncomfortable about like walking out and mm-hmm. giving more energy and more like um, like scary and being intimidating mm. without the masks on and without being the demon. Yeah. So he was like, okay. So he like Dusty was basically like, you got to work on this. Like this is one of the most important parts. Like you're really good at wrestling, but you also have to do this as well. Mm. And so he like helped him, and he helped a lot of the divas. Like he helped train them, and helped them work on their characters and stuff. So he meant the world to everyone after he stopped wrestling, and he just became like a supporter and a helper of everyone. So right. that makes it like okay. And then this is his his two kids, and this gif. His large, muscly sons in two of, honestly, the craziest outfits we've seen to date. Yeah. One's in a long vest, and the other is gold dust, <laughs> which I legit don't know how to describe. Do, did he do those colors like because of his dad's polka dots? Yes. He did? Probably. That's what I assumed. But yeah, so he was, he seemed like everyone loved him. Great. Wow, good job. Really cool. And they have a thing named after him, right? Yeah, which is in honor of Rhodes. The tournament has been held annually with three editions having taken place as of April 2018. Oh, nice. The Rhodes Tag Team Classic. That's very, very cool. Yeah. Oh, wow. I like him so much. And his, his dance moves are really, really good. Yeah, they are. Yeah, he's, he's an interesting some... dude. Like, yeah. that's all there is to it. I was, like, researching mm-hmm. him more and more and, like you really research you'll get a little scared but (laughs) just politically but everything else is you know whatever (laughs) yeah well r.i.p dusty Rhodes. so friends this week i'm talking about the velveteen dream yes an extra like glam episode for sure um so the velveteen dream born as patrick clark jr he was born on August 19th, 1995. Guys, this is a oh my GD gosh. baby. He is 22. Wow. So he's a Leo and also a fresh-faced young man is yes. what I wrote in my notes. Um, he's from the Washington, D.C. area. He started wrestling in Maryland in 2014, and he was with a few independent wrestling promotions in 2015. So he was like, you know, a, a kid when he started, oh for sure. Oh, my gosh. Um, in 2015, he was chosen to be a contestant on WWE Tough Enough, <laughs> the reality show. Um, but he was eliminated pretty quickly due to a perceived lack of humility, <laughs> according to uh, Wikipedia, which I'm like, I mean, isn't that sort of wrestling? Like, isn't that yeah. good, right? It's like literally, I mean, talking about Gorgeous George again, his whole fucking deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but I guess, like... And if it was in real life or something that they thought, I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, maybe he was just a jerk. Just, I, it's either that or he was just like super confident. I don't know. Mm. Um, but later that year, he signed a developmental contract with WWE. So that I have a picture of him. That's his cast photo from oh my WWE Tough Enough. So you can see like what a baby he was when he was on this show. It looks wow. like a Survivor cast photo. Yeah, it's like him like crossing his arms, doing like the lean in type mm-hmm. of thing, and he's he's wearing like an orange Under Armour shirt. Put him in a suit and like a, a polo shirt, and he's a bachelor contestant. Yeah, yeah. he's very handsome. He, he is. is very handsome. Um, yeah, just great smile, very good looking man. Uh, so Patrick made his WWE debut in July 2016 in an episode of NXT. Um, he did wrestle under his own name for a bit. Mm. Uh, he had a couple other names when he was in the um, as Patrick Clark. Circuit. Yeah, as Patrick Clark. It was the Patrick Clark Experience. Mm-hmm. Prince. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's, yeah. yeah Prince is, a, is his big touchstone. Yeah. Um, so he was wrestling as Patrick Clark, or the Patrick Clark experience for a while. 
Um, and he was like kind of around. He notably lost to Shinsuke Nakamura when he was there. Mm. Um, and I have a couple pictures of his time from NXT. So in this top one, he has these crazy tights that are like airbrushed, like the American flag. And I'm oh pretty sure that's like a bald eagle on his inner thigh. It looks thigh. like it, yeah. Um, so those are sort of insane and over the top. I don't know with whom he is wrestling, someone. Uh, and then this other picture on the bottom, you can see him uh, with Shinsuke. And this is, I think, kind of, like you can tell that he was already starting to develop this sort of like look and persona at this point. He's wearing like black pants and a white jacket that's open and he has a headband mm. in his hair. He looks like Jimi Hendrix. Well, that's the, that's the yeah, thing. Yeah, he does. He's, so. Oh, sorry. No, you're absolutely right. So he debuted the character Velveteen Dream in May 2017. Oh, I so he is the the biggest like overt reference is of course Prince, but there's some very clear Jimi Hendrix vibes as we were saying, mm -hmm. and he calls his wrestling the Velveteen Dream Experience, as if you needed any more proof of that. Oh my god! Uh, his finishing move is the Purple Rainmaker. Yeah, um, which is so so good. So this persona is. It's great. I just copied and pasted one of his tweets. At, the formatting is all weird on here because I didn't want to lose the line breaks. But sure. So here's one of his tweets. What is a bad match? I couldn't tell you. What's a good match? I couldn't speak intelligently to that either. What I know is I don't need championships or a, two, a year to build my story. Just give me anybody in any setting at a moment's notice. That's why they call me the dream. And this yes. is all like weird spacing, like numbers instead of words like it's it's like a perfect encapsulation of this persona i linked to his entrance on there and i highly recommend that you guys watch it it's a particularly good entrance where he comes in and there's a shirtless really muscly guy with like a fuzzy pillow that has his mouth guard on it and this like beautiful woman in a diana ross dress comes out and like touches his face and puts his mouth guard in for him i'm here oh for it gosh. it's so good so i pulled a handful of pictures of velveteen dream looks as you can tell, they really up the purple lighting effect to the yeah, max in them. Um, so on this one, I'll start on the one on the left. He's wearing this like buckskin uh, dicky. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That has insane fringe on it, and it is embroidered with like a, a sun symbol. I love it. And he has really cool, uh, really cool haircut with like some really harsh like jagged lines shaped into the side of his head that looks really good, and kind of a prince-inspired pompadour on top. He was really into wearing these glasses, these sunglasses that are like round sunglasses, but they have the third lens for the third eye. I was top, literally which is another yeah. like yeah, a Prince thing. I want some so bad. I think about them a lot. <laughs> They're really really cool, and they look really good on him. But sometimes he just wears regular sunglasses. On mm -hmm. a couple of these pictures, you can see too. I have another one. He often wears crop tops. Mm. I couldn't get a good picture of it. One of his other like outfits, his go-to is like these skin tight stretch floor black pants and a tight like black crop top with long sleeves oh that's beautiful it's a really good look and that's something that he wears like backstage a lot um but he brings the crop tops into the ring a lot too i have a picture here of this it's like an american apparel pullover <laughs> like shredded into long long fringe and he has boxing shorts on that say dream over around the waistband um and then I have this, these are the same outfits in these last two. You can see he has like a big frilly white shirt that's open and like textured velvet purple pants. And he often gets into the ring and like kind of slides around in his belly and like beckons at the camera and stuff. I like, love it. Seduces the camera a little bit. He's like a very like sensual performer, I would say. That's a big part of his persona. So Velveteen Dream's first big feud was with Aleister Black. The whole thing hinged on Velveteen Dream getting Aleister Black to say his name. This was the big what? thing. I saw a tiny little bit of this, and I can say there was a definite homoerotic subtext to the whole thing. Um, so I guess the deal is that Aleister Black doesn't speak very much, and Velveteen Dream is all talk. So in this kind of inspired bit of storytelling, they decided they needed to fight, and the whole thing would be Velveteen Dream being like, say my name and Aleister Black like sitting in the middle of the ring and like pretending to meditate and refusing to give him attention so it's all my relationships the... <laughs> 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 I mean it's, sorry it's... <laughs> listen it's a very 
very relatable dynamic, I will say. <laughs> so, and then in some of them, like, Velveteen Dream would try to, like, wake him out or, like, get in his head by, like, crawling towards him in the middle of the ring and, like, being all, like, sexy around what? him. So, in this, I pulled this still that is truly incredible. It's, yeah, You can also see what a good actor he is. He's a great actor. Mm. Of Velveteen Dream, like, backing up, like, sitting on the, the ground. <laughs> Alistair Black, like, snake crawling towards yeah. him in the ring. He's doing that yoga. What's that yoga pose? That's yeah. Cobra. Or, Cobra. No, sorry, Up Dog. Oh, Up Dog. You know, what's up? Whatever he's doing, it's it's incredibly disturbing because Alistair Black is also a very intense-looking individual with a lot of tats and some of that long, greasy hair. We're not fans of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other fun thing about this is you can see Velveteen Dream is wearing tights that are airbrushed with his own face. Yep. And his boots are amazing. I wanted to make his sure to get a good are, picture of them. Amazing. Like, amazing. Yeah, they have like uh, like fish scales kind of oh texture I on them. Love them. So they do like move around when he's wrestling. So it's like a very cool. Those are dynamic. very cool. That's amazing. Um. So eventually, this feud ended with Alistair Black saying his name. But after he defeated the Velveteen Dream, so uh, it was like a real. Oh. He was like crushed. Mm. And he was like rolling around the ring. It was a lot. I you should look it up because it's mm. definitely worth watching. Um, so after that, uh, Velveteen Dream entered into a feud with Ricochet, because I like to think of him uh, built Donald Faison. Built Donald Faison. <laughs> he looks like Donald Faison. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's still going on or not. It was going on throughout the spring. It seems like it's kind of going on sporadically, but they don't come back to it a lot. Um, but that's really cool because Velveteen Dream is super, super tall and like very agile and Ricochet is very compact and just like flips himself around the ring. So they can do yeah. a lot of cool stuff together. Um, so it's basically just like a chance to see some really cool like stunts mm-hmm. when that's they get awesome. in the ring together. Um, so John Cena was asked who he would rather wrestle, Adam Cole, Ricochet or Velveteen Dream. And he said, my answer is going to upset some people, but I would rather face Velveteen Dream. You know in those Star Wars movies with the Jedi and he says something like, I think that is the one? I get this, uh, that odd mental and great feeling about Velveteen Dream. Oh. So, like, he has a lot of, like, buzz around him. I think he seems, pe- people think he's going to get called up to the main shows at some point in the near future, but he's really, really young and he really has only been Velveteen Dream for, like, a year. Oh, wow. So, uh, I pulled some pictures from NXT TakeOver Chicago from this year. Um, Velveteen Dream came out in a Hulk-inspired costume that is fantastic. So he has these bright yellow and orange pants on that have, like, the kind of print. I was, it's almost giraffe print looking. Mm. And he had mm. the shredded t-shirt on that says, Dream's still over. <laughs> and he had a bandana and a feather boa. And it was all Hulk-inspired. And he often does this, like I was saying earlier, like, he will often dress inspired by other wrestlers for like events like this oh that's cool yeah so he like riffs on other like well-known wrestlers a lot so he and ricochet had this match at nxt takeover chicago and according to one fan he and ricochet recreated a hulk versus the rock at wrestlemania 18 whoa wow like a lot of the same beats interesting Mm mm-hmm and I definitely would have never known that, but apparently all of their staging, especially up top, was like beat for beat identical. That's really cool. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. So it was really cool. And now you can see how good my <laughs> built Donald Faison mm-hmm. assessment is because that's exactly what Ricochet looks like to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricochet is very hot. Yes, he is. So, is. so is Velveteen Dream. Yeah, and yeah. he's really cool. So there's like not, his career is still like very much. He's mm-hmm. a baby. Just starting right now, but he seems to be someone who has like, tremendous skill and he's also just a great performer so I really like watching him yeah um his theme song is great and absurd it's like a bunch of ladies in the background spelling dream yes it's good he's he's really fun I like him a lot and I am excited to see what he does yay the end so hey any final thoughts I mean all of those are amazing yeah, these we got some really really good gifts here at the end. To just like look at all the fun people we've covered today. Mm-hmm. This is a really so I think what I really love about all of these performers is that they all seem to very much enjoy being performers. Yeah, yes. I think the like move towards very like serious like men's men in kind of the late '90s early 2000s is less interesting to me personally mm-hmm. because it doesn't. It's like this should be fun to me, right? Like why yeah. not have fun with it if you're 
doing these insane things together in the ring. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like they all have fun. I think it'll be really fun to find more people like this. Like, I kind of want to start just being like, okay, like, the reason we did this is, like, because we're really obsessed with the fashion of it uh-huh. and the, the craziness and the style and stuff. So find more people that are kind of, like, yeah, the outliers in a way, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I just, I do like their character development because it is so, because everyone in this is so themselves. Because I think that Naya specifically, um, like, wouldn't fall in that Ember Moon trap of not really knowing what she is mm-hmm. because she's such a self-assured person that I think it's just like, well, yeah, so she's Naya Jax. There's not really any gimmick to her. She's just herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the other two, their gimmicks are so heavy but seem so pure and enjoyable mm-hmm. especially if like Velveteen Dream's whole thing was that he lacks humility like this yeah, is a perfect character for him yeah, yeah why not do this then have that's your character's whole driving yeah that's very funny force yeah it's so it's really smart um and I'm just I'm loving this polka dot I know Dusty's like an interesting character um that outfit yeah you could rock that swimsuit for sure if it was a bodysuit yeah. I would oh. definitely wear a polka dot bodysuit 100% that would be maybe I'll go so online good. and search for one tonight I bet you can find one I'm sure I can yeah we'll, we'll have to look for it um but anyway so that wraps up this week's KFAB podcast you can follow us on social media on Instagram at K-A-Y-F-A-B podcast same for Twitter um, if you want to see the looks we're talking about, we're going to post it on Instagram. We'll, we typically do three from each, so you'll get like our favorite ones. Mm-hmm. And if you want to recommend a wrestler for us to review, please tweet at us. Um, I believe you live tweeted on Friday. You know what? I tried to, but then I got too drunk, so producer Mike tagged in. <laughs> uh, so if you want like a real honest like look into that evening, you can check out... Check out our Twitter feed from. I loved it. I went and liked all of them on my oh, own personal really, Twitter. Yeah. I was like, "These are good. It These was, are good." It was very funny. The real highlight of the night for me on Twitter was when I was trying to make a tweet and mid-tweet realized that Oscar had just tweeted a picture of like an entire line of licorice, like dishes. Weird. Oh my gosh! Really? Yeah, it's really good. So also maybe follow her because it seems like she's living a great life. Oh, nice. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And also uh, rate and review us, please. Yeah, please, please, please rate and review us. Um, subscribe if you don't. Yeah, all that good yeah. stuff. Please. Social media things. Yeah. 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 Thank you guys. Thank you. Bye. 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 <laughs>